Force. 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 The Force will be with you. Always. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your source for everything Star Wars gaming. Each week, your hosts will go over the news, updates, and more that have been happening in the galaxy far, far away. Come join us and our community of like-minded fans as we dive deeper into Star Wars games, past, present, and future, Star Wars lore, and the new shows and movies as they get announced and released. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, and as always, I'm joined by Sydney Laura. How are you doing? Hello. <sighs> Behind the scenes, I just spent... Better part of an hour. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably like freaking... What, At what least is 45 it? minutes. 45 minutes trying to get this podcast set up. Uh, I forgot my laptop today, which is a, a MacBook. So we, we I tried plugging in my Rodecaster Pro into my computer, my desktop that I have here at the studio. And it wouldn't record multi-track. So uh, luckily I have something else. I, yes. It, it This podcast may sound different because they do have different sound profiles for each of them, which I use. We've been using the Roadcaster Pro for the podcast episodes for Star Wars Uplink and then all the other shows I use, the thing that we're using right now. Uh-huh. Um, so the this, this show may, may sound different. I personally prefer the sound of the one that we're using right now. Oh, really? But uh, I wanted the consistency mm. of of having the same stuff. But... Who cares? We're recording. I'm yeah, still kind of frustrated, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk some Star Wars. Uh, and we're going to get started with a discussion on kind of the things that we're looking forward to in 2022 with Star Wars video games, some of the stuff that we have out. And then we're going to do a review of the finale for the Book of Boba Fett. Oh, yeah. So let's <laughs> jump right in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. Okay. 2022, mm-hmm. we're finally starting to get uh, accelerated in terms of the games space of Star Wars. Yeah. It's been pretty consistent in terms of the movies. I mean, we did have a lull until now, really. Uh, Star Wars in 2020 and 2021 wasn't... Uh, wasn't like the most robust, I would say. Uh, we did get Mando season two, but that was about it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right? I think so. We had Star Wars Squadrons in 2020, but 2021, pretty slow until we got the first few episodes of Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're starting finally getting to the point where all of the games that got announced or the stuff that we had heard rumors about in terms of production are finally starting to see fruition like we talked about last week right. with the Respawn games. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also been rumors around those games that the first-person shooter is going to be around the Inferno squad. Oh, Apparently, interesting. the actors for characters of the Inferno squads um, were in L.A. around the same time at some point. Really? This seems like a very <laughs> far-fetched story. <laughs> Who and they they they, they were tweeting about being in there for a secret project, and uh, that's about it. Hmm. So there's there's theories rumbling around about it. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. We still need to boot up uh, Battlefront Two so you can play through the the campaign. It's mm-hmm. it's not very long. It's super short. And then they've got the <laughs> DLC. I th- I think it's less than six hours. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's what kind of this year is for me as we're just like waiting 
for stuff to come and like hear more stories and more get more information about what these games are going to be um i i definitely feel like i need to catch up on Uh (laughs) my star wars gaming (laughs) i feel very behind like Mm -hmm. i yeah i realized man i really didn't grow up with really many star wars games like i yeah i mean i've got commando under my belt and that's about it well, you got the Jedi Academy games. That's true. I've got Jedi Academy, but that's like I just had those few Xbox games, and then Star I, Wars Racer. Oh, Star Wars Racer, and I have the one I can never remember what its name is, but it's like AOE, but it's yeah Star Wars version, and it's <laughs> amazing. So there's also that. You've got some heavy hitters under your belt. You don't yeah. have the broad like experience in terms of all Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely a lot of games out there that I know I would enjoy. Yeah, definitely. So I feel like I need to need to step up my game here. Yeah, your gaming game. <laughs> my gaming game. <laughs> Gotta get on the ball about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. And I did this a couple of years ago, too, because I felt like... I mean, we, we grew up with a Nintendo console, so yeah. we didn't always get all of the games. We did get like the Rogue Squadron games and some of those flight combat games. So I, I did grow up with those more. The Lego games, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then we'd go to Bone Bretts, our cousins, and we'd play Battlefront 2 and Battlefront 1 right. on the PS2. <laughs> and that was kind of like the expand of the wider universe. We played a little bit. They had um, the Clone wars game mm. you know before the clone wars tv show they had yeah. like a playstation 2 game that was just clone wars yep uh so we played that but a lot of the stuff we missed out on just because it didn't get ported to gamecube mm-hmm. uh so i also had that experience of a couple years ago hopping in and being like okay i'm gonna play commando i'm gonna play kotor right. i'm gonna play yep. blah 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 insert i i got most of the way through for jedi academy jedi knight 2 i think Okay. Those games always confuse me with the titles. So. Yes. <laughs> I know. It's like one, you're just like your own little Kyle Jedi. Doing in it. Yeah. 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 And then there's one. that it's one. It's the one that you've got. I've got both. Do you have both of I them? I have them both. Okay. Yeah. I've got the one where you're your own Jedi and the the other one where you're the other guy. The dude. I, I've got, I was playing through the one where you create your own Jedi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That one. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Then there's the other one where you're playing as... Kyle Katarn, I think. I think. Something. I yeah. think that's his name. Th- it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a good few years. Yeah. So I, I did play on that a bit and um, I greatly enjoyed it. I'm going to play it again through uh, on stream probably. Yeah. After we get through KOTOR. You know, we should really bring my old Xbox here. We should. And have that Yeah, bring it at the studio up. would be mm-hmm. great. Yep. Yeah. All right. Do Put we have a, do we have a CRT TV anywhere? I don't. We'll have to we'll have to keep an eye out on like <laughs> yeah at like Goodwill. Or I something. I don't know if Goodwill accepts CRTs anymore. What? I think it's gotten to the point where they're like no because they had a big surge of them. Mm-hmm. Well, someone has to maybe Facebook Marketplace or someone. Yeah, if you, if you're if you're listening to this and you're in the Colorado area and you have <laughs> a CRT TV, get in contact with us. Mm-hmm. Contact at uplinkpodcast.com and uh, let's arrange something. Maybe you got one in your garage. <laughs> or you're you're Colorado adjacent, <laughs> and you just want to get rid of it. That'd be great. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> Even as the 13 inch ones, I I really like those small form factor ones because they're they're good to put out like on a set or something. It's like we true. could build something out. Because mm-hmm. I I have been playing around with the idea of having a video podcast for this, in terms yeah. of if we can figure out logistics for yeah. that. 
Um, but yeah, it could be fun. Hmm. What if, I wonder if my old, um, people I rented from, I wonder if they would give us one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your old, your old yeah. apartment had two. Uh huh. Hmm. But I think only one of them had the proper, uh, plugins. Like yeah. the other one was just like a strictly. I would imagine they, they wouldn't have an issue. Would. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, if we're desperate, I'll reach out to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if all roads lead to not. Yeah. Um, hmm. hmm. Yeah, that'll it, be good. It's a tiny, tiny little thing, though. Uh, I mean, that's what I would probably like. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> that was a tangent. <laughs> yeah. So far, we have uh, the Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga mm-hmm. that is coming out. The beast of a game. Coming out in April. So pumped for oh that. Oh my gosh, it's so soon. Yeah, we have the announcement for the three games for Respawn. Mm-hmm. We, uh, I hope we see more from the Ubisoft game. Yeah. Because that was announced as well. Mm-hmm. We have, do, I, I what, think someone said we have eight Star Wars games at least announced so far. Huh. What do you think they're going, like, okay, if there's a game that's going to appear at, um... E3, E3 or, or somewhere. Yeah, wherever. What do you think will they'll show? So I think we could see um, Fallen Order 2 or Star Wars Jedi yeah. 2. <laughs> Hopefully it has a catchy name yeah. like Fallen Order so exactly. that we can call it its name. Jedi blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, I expect we'll see that at Star Wars Celebration. Mm. I think that's... that's so a- May 4th? Is that when that is? No. No. Star Wars Celebration. It's going to be in Anaheim. Let me see here. Making a few Uh, quick calculations. May. It'll be in May. Okay. May 29th. It's the 26th Mm. to the 29th. So Thursday to Sunday. Um, Yeah. What do you think they'll show? Well, it's mostly like historically they showed the star wars star wars battlefront 2 st- campaign trailer there okay so usually it's more geared towards the cinematic side versus the gameplay side so i imagine we'll see a cinematic trailer Excellent. if we do see anything i imagine it will be jedi fallen order 2 oh and i think that would be a cinematic trailer i doubt we would see any gameplay yeah um and that game is rumored to be coming out later this year. So wow. late 2022. Really? That I find hard to believe. That's that's what the rumors say so far, mm-hmm. is that it'll be 2022. I mean, the first one came out in October or November, I believe. Um, I think it was 2019. Was that 2019? I think so. Good gravy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it has been some time. <laughs> it's It's been, yeah. Because, tw- yeah, it's, it's got to be 2019 because we had Battlefront 2 in 2017. 2019, we had Fallen Order. And then 2020, we had Squadrons. Mm. And then nothing 2021. Yeah. So sad. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. So for 2022, we have... Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. We have Star Wars Hunters, which hmm. it's currently in a soft launch right now. So they've, they're adding a couple more characters to the soft launch. But it's mainly getting stats and details uh, around what um, 
the game's going to officially launch, and it'll be on mobile and Nintendo Switch. Right. I imagine I'm just going to play it on the Switch because yeah. I want it on the TV. Yeah, because I'm not a mobile game player no. really. Yeah, I'm not going to take the time. No, I haven't really heard too much about that. What's the gameplay like for that? It's a an arena battle game. Oh, okay. So they have certain characters that you can choose from. I think we talked about it on the first podcast that we we did. Yeah, I remember we did talk about it. I yeah, just, I just didn't. It's an it's arena based, so hero oh, okay. combat game. Okay. Yeah, so you you choose your character and you're on it on a squad. I think it's. I can't remember the exact number, but it's either three v three or four v four. It's around that scale. Okay. Um, and you you can level up your characters. You get unlocks. You get XP. All that fun stuff. Gotcha. You'll probably have tons of uh, ways to spend money in the uh-huh. game. Yeah. Uh, you can only play this character for so long. Blah oh, blah gosh. blah. Who knows? That'll be fascinating to talk about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it will be on the Switch, so I cool. think that's great. Yeah, uh, I'm really excited for that aspect of it. Yeah, and I know it's it's funny because I don't think of Nintendo and Star Wars together. You know, it's right? like historically like... we have had ex- instances of that. Oh, really? Yeah, because the Rogue Squadron launched on Nintendo 64 first, I believe. Wow. Um, and then there are a couple of the Rogue Squadron games that are, I think Rogue Squadron 3 is exclusive to, uh, GameCube. And then they had some spinoffs in that franchise as well. Fascinating. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I just, I don't picture mm-hmm. Star Wars and Nintendo. Yeah. Cause they've, they've kind of gone separate ways. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since Star Wars was considered more of like a children's franchise. Right. That's true. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So it's nice to see it come back to, yeah, in some form mm-hmm. to, the latest console so that's cool exactly so we've got those two uh that will be coming out this year for sure we have a possibility for jedi fallen order too that would be late this year mm-hmm. so that right there it's possible we're definitely getting two star wars games this year which is Woo-hoo! mind-blowing <laughs> Um, <laughs> much needed years ago we'd be happy if we saw one in five years <laughs> oh. oh it's so sad yeah um, and then on top of that, we also have the three respawn games that got announced. Right. Uh, th- th- those we probably won't see except for Fallen Order. Yeah. For a number of years. <laughs> um, I imagine we won't see the strategy game until <laughs> probably three to four, maybe mm-hmm. even five years, depending on how far along that is, considering it's an indie studio and they're relatively new. Yeah. Um, so I, I doubt I, that may be one of the furthest away that we see so far. Um, in the beginning of 2021, I think it was, they announced Lucasfilm Games, Ubisoft's making open world Star Wars game. I think the earliest we'd see that is 2023. More than likely we won't see until 2024 because they're, that same studio is also working on an Avatar, the Blue People game. Right. Which it looks gorgeous and it's going to be on the same engine as that. Hmm. Um, it's from the same people that did the Division series. So they're they're very skilled at like open world multiplayer games. So that may be what the focus is for them. Um, so that that's a total of six games that we know so far. But we also have, um, I think we have one or two more. I I, I can't remember exactly. Um, one or two more that are coming out soon, or. 
That at least that we know of. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which, that's crazy to, this, to say mm-hmm. that, oh, hey, we know of some pretty pretty good amount of Star Wars games that are coming out. Uh, it definitely hasn't happened a while that we've had that level of excitement around it. Yeah. Well, you've got all these new games, but also we've got at least one that's getting like a revamp sort of thing, right? Like... Isn't, oh yeah, Kotor. Yeah, that's that's another one. Is yeah. Kotor is getting remade, which I'm excited for because I've never played it. But mm-hmm. if you can make it prettier, thank yeah, you. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've been playing through it on on the YouTube channel streaming it. I know, and I it makes me want to play it. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. So if they can carry that over, the fun that I have with that, and like the worlds are so detailed. I know. I didn't even realize. for a game that came out 2003. Yeah. is when that game came oh out. Oh my gosh. 2003. That's wild. There are a lot of children <laughs> that are younger than that game. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we are considered old to those uh-huh. children. That game's 19 years old. Yeah. Holy cow. That game's 19 years old. Two years away from drinking <laughs> in the U.S. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so... Just to have that level of gameplay that I'm still enjoying the game on P- uh, on Xbox, yep. I'm playing it through backwards compatibility, 19 years later, I'm still having a blast. So mm-hmm. if they can take that level of fun and incorporate the storyline to fit more uh, nicely into the broader Star Wars universe, because right. I think that's what they're doing. Uh, they have some writers on the team that they're bringing on to, to tell these stories in a way that makes sense. Um, so I definitely need to play it before they change everything, and then I gotta play it again. I I, may, I would say so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not that they're gonna change everything, but just to be safe. Hmm. Yeah. Now there aren't any more that they're doing like that, are there? That's just the only one that we've heard of that they're revamping. I believe revamping. so. Yeah. We also know of Quantic Dream Star Wars game. I think that that's the eighth one. So we have oh. the, just to compile this all here. <laughs> <laughs> Break it down for us. We have Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. We have Star Wars Hunters. We have the three Respawn games. So that's five there. That's a handful. That's a handful already. <laughs> There's the Ubisoft game, Quantic Dreams, and KOTOR Remaster. That's incredible. A remake, not even the remaster, yeah. remake. Like, what? Uh-huh. That's eight Star Wars games that we know of. What a year. <laughs> that we know of. Obviously, yes. they're not going to be all coming out this year, of but course. two to three of them will. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and hopefully we'll get news about the others, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hopefully they don't all get canceled because I think Star Wars Eclipse is definitely ripe for canceling. Really? Well, we got into the controversy of it all in a previous episode of the podcast. Good gosh. You think it's that because of the people on it? Mainly the the head of the studio. Yeah. uh, Controversial. And Star Wars and controversy has been going hand in hand pretty recently. (laughs) But Uh uh, I think it's, it's of the level that they may do something about it. Hmm. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't get canceled and they just change management. Mm-hmm. Though I have heard rumors and leaks about it. One, it's in 
uh, pre-development hell right now. Oh, gosh. Um, they're struggling with getting the vision that they want out of the engine that they have because it's a proprietary engine that they have. They're not using something that, like, they aren't using Unreal Engine. They're using right. the Quantic Dreams engine. Uh-oh. And they've already struggled with that in the past in terms of free roam, which is why their games have been very uh, scripted hmm. in terms of what you can do. And they want this to be a broader game. Oh, boy. Um, and the estimated time for that game to be arriving would be 2025 or 2026 due to those development issues that they're working through. That's a long time Uh for a game to be in development and it's a long time for anything Star Wars to be in development and it's... We've seen seen movies get cancelled with a couple months Mm -hmm. or shows get cancelled with a couple months of development time. So, it's... that's, That's the one that I'm like, okay... We may not see this one ever. Yeah, let's not hold our breath about that one. <laughs> exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Fascinating. I yeah. didn't I didn't realize that it was in such turmoil. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll not get my hopes up. <laughs> Keep me posted. Yeah, if you, if you want to get the full scoop on it, we did a previous episode of the podcast uh, on the controversy around Star Wars Eclipse. So definitely go check that out if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, hey. You were on that episode too, Sydney. I was. So you may need to re- listen I, to I yourself. I probably do. <laughs> uh, now switching gears, we're going to take a short break and we'll get back and talk about Book of Boba Fett. This podcast is a production of Uplink Media Group. Uplink is a podcast network dedicated to highlighting the love and experience of gaming and pop culture. Check out our other shows, The Battlefield Show, Star Wars Uplink, and The Forge, the Halo Infinite podcast, as well as our YouTube channels for even deeper dives into Battlefield, Star Wars, and more. YouTube.com slash Uplink podcast and StarWarsUplink.com. Only different in your mind. You must unlearn what you have learned. The Book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett. The season finale. Next, next episode, we're going to talk about it as a whole. Mm, okay. So we're just. This episode, just we're just episode. breaking down the finale. Okay. What are your spoiler free thoughts? Hmm. Um, it was hasty. Mm hmm. We just, we just got to the end and they. It was like, you know how in cartoons they have like a picnic all laid out and then they like, they're in a rush. So they just like grab the whole thing, shove it over their shoulder and they're like, <laughs> it doesn't matter how clean it is. They just get it done sort of thing. That, yeah. That's how it felt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we always, we, we all knew this. They were either going to leave it on a cliffhanger or they were going to quickly wrap everything up. Um, my spoiler free review is it was not great, not terrible, <laughs> mm-hmm. but expected. Yeah. I could, I could predict the story beats. Yeah. Very accurately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's our spoiler free review. <laughs> uh, if you have not watched Book of Boba Fett yet. Turn away, shield your ears, uh, go watch all of it, and come back and uh, hear us chat. <sighs> so, where do you begin? Um, Boba Fett was in this episode. Yes, he appeared quite quickly, which mm-hmm. is excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well, when it started, we were like, oh my gosh, look, it's Boba Fett. Yeah. Hey, 
Boba Fett, where you been? Long time no see. (laughs) (laughs) I will say I appreciate that. I mean, this is just kind of like a random point, but I appreciate that he wore his armor a lot. Like, like they they wore their helmets, Mm -hmm. and it makes me happy. It's like I don't I don't really care to see your face. Mandalorian has showed us that. You can you can have a very strong character and emotion mm-hmm. with a helmet on. It's great. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. Let's keep our helmets on, folks. Yeah, this is the way. Yeah, <laughs> Vader showed us it's great. So yeah. come on, let's stop throwing our helmets off. Let's keep it on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think for me. The main takeaway from this finale, it just showed all the ways, all of the payoffs weren't earned by Boba Fett. They were earned by other characters. Mm. And I think that that's the most frustrating thing to me is, I mean, Cad Bane's death, one, if they were going to do it that way, I wish he didn't die. Yeah. But I feel like there was never any conflict explicitly told or shown in the show between Boba and Cad Bane. That is true. I was talking with uh, a friend of mine today at lunch. Yeah. And um, he has not watched Clone Wars. Mm. Had no emotional connection to Cad Bane. And it was like, man, he was barely here. Yep. And I don't even know why. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He asked, like, is he a cool character? And I was like, he actually is awesome. He's really cool. He's a strong character. He is. But he has one, the skills. He also has a cool backstory. Mm -hmm. He has interesting motivations in terms of Star Wars because he isn't motivated by anything but money. Right. If you give him money, you he will do the job. Mm Okay. So they do a terrible job they with did. kind he of explaining. They did. He felt completely flat, flat. Yeah. Yeah. My question is, why do you think he told Boba about the Pikes? That was a weird thing. Again, that was something that wasn't really earned. It would have had more impact if they took the time for him to discover that himself. And I was also talking to that same friend. I was like, it's so out of character in terms of the Boba Fett that we see that he wants to rule with respect and doesn't want to accidentally kill people that don't deserve it. Right. Like, if we started with the Boba Fett that went out and killed a biker gang, and then we grew to see him as a character that did not want to kill undeservedly, mm-hmm. that would have been much more powerful. But we have a character who doesn't want to kill undeservedly. In the middle of this character arc, we see him kill people undeservedly. Mm-hmm. And then there is no there's no real character growth or development. No. Even, even the moment with the Rancor, which was incredible. It was fun. It wasn't earned. No, it wasn't. Because they say, hey, oh, I cannot, I, I want to ride it. Yeah. And we don't see that at all. No. I think it would have been so powerful. Again, that's a failing of the show that we don't see Boba Fett enough that we actually see his character development or character growth. Right. There isn't enough time for him to mature as a character to where we see him failing to ride the Rancor mm-hmm. and get the great payoff of him taking it into battle. Right. It's, it's such a shame that they... They went for speed and for, like, 
what they thought would be more interesting instead of actually having letting us grow with the character. Yeah. Like they were like, oh, uh, he's just over here in his palace taming. But they a also rancor. didn't do it in. They did. They wanted it. They wanted the quick route. Mm-hmm. But they didn't earn it. Nope. And it was not speedy because it took forever. Everything, everyone's slow. Right. But like, I mean, like they they just, they didn't follow the character at all. Like they just showed you the exciting parts and they didn't tell you like the hard work that actually went into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the exciting parts weren't that exciting, honestly. <laughs> well, it was only exciting when Mando came. And exactly. then we followed Mando for the next yeah, half I mean, of the... <laughs> Two, two of the uh, seven episodes were Mando shows mm-hmm. where we got We a, didn't even see yeah. Boba, like, except for 0.5 of a second. Mm-hmm. That's over 25%. percent mm-hmm. Over 25, about 30% of this show was wasted. If you look at it in terms of this show is about Boba Fett, or this show is showing the development of Boba Fett's character, oh, about 30% of his character growth and development was to a different character well i love those episodes and they are my favorites and yeah. i think those two episodes are better than season two of mando mm-hmm. in my opinion wow because i mean episode five was just jaw-droppingly gorgeous <laughs> and so impactful mm-hmm. we'll have to talk about that next time mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're talking about the finale but yeah exactly the finale but still like that's horrible to <sighs> That is such a problem. That is so like it just grinds mm. my grinds my gears because it <laughs> uh, it's supposed to be about this guy and we're supposed to be figuring out this legend. Like we're supposed mm-hmm. to be at the end of his. So I don't know, we like, basically what? had Boba Fett in the height of his character arc, or we had in terms of his skills really with The Empire Strikes Back, and we had this strong character. Uh, that Bo- that George Lucas has said that he didn't really understand how impactful he would be. And if he had, he would have made his death a lot more um, impactful or, or bombastic even. And he said this in interviews. So we see him, it's pretty soon after that we see him claw out of the Sarlacc pit. He gets captured by the Tuscans. There's a short amount of time in between this. It's not like he's been out in the desert of Tatooine for 20 years. Right. It's been maybe a year. I, yeah. I need to double check on terms of the timeline there. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't been a, it hasn't been decades. This is something interesting. Why did they only like backtrack to that moment, to the moment of when he comes out of that Starlight pit? Probably because they knew if they went any further than that, they would have shown how drastically worse he got. True. But, uh, like, I just, uh, this is a guy we do not understand the character of. All we know Mm -hmm. is that he was a bounty hunter. Yeah, we don't know his current motivations. Yeah. It's like, why? Why? We've never seen really anything to indicate his character being one of morals. Mm Mm-hmm. Or one of a code that he goes by himself. Right. Like At least wh- so far in, in what we know of as the canon. So we're just to assume that he learns all of this from the Sand People. Because apparently Cad Bane says he's a cold blooded killer. So apparently <laughs> Apparently killer. Boba's just been this ruthless bounty hunter like Cad Bane 
all this time. Um, and we're supposed to believe that he's completely had a change of heart living with these sand people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, I mean, I guess that would explain some of his strange tactics where it's like, are you sure? <laughs> like, do you know anything about changing an entire culture? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't fully. But anyway, the finale. <laughs> I didn't fully grasp what they were trying to say with the finale. Yeah. It's like they threw all of these things together. Mm-hmm. None of it was earned. Yeah. It felt it was cheap in the way it tried to tell the story of leaning on legends to too much of an extent, mm-hmm. leaning too much on the Clone Wars. Leaning too much on these outside characters to Mando. Yeah. To where they wrap it up and it's like, okay, why do the Pikes have these droids that are terrible aim one? Yeah. Big droidicas. They look like they're straight out of the Clone Wars, but they aren't. Right. Where does this come from? We're after the original trilogy. We haven't seen any of this technology around the time frame of the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so weird. It, it's really bizarre. It, I would say it's an it's an unsatisfying ending, but in terms of the whole of the show, it fits in with the vibe of the show as a whole. That's fair. And I'd say the show as a whole is unsatisfying. Yeah. But we'll get into the specifics <laughs> of that next I time. I feel like we've already done it, but we have, well, we'll have no, plenty we, more to yeah. say. We've barely scratched the surface because I, I want to hit on some specific moments in the next episode. Right. But like in terms of... But for the finale... Mm-hmm. Grogu came back. Grogu came back. Yes. yes. Let's talk about that moment. He made the decision mm-hmm. that I would have made, which is you yeah. choose one. Luke has not earned that. Mm-hmm. He does not have the right <laughs> to make Grogu make that decision. Yeah. He's continuing the strife and the follies of the Jedi Order. Yep. That they've made how long? Forever since yes. the Jedi has been a thing, mm-hmm. really. Uh, Grogu makes the right choice. Yes, he does. He comes back to his dad. Uh, <laughs> it's so cute to the moment where he's like, oh, you've got the shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was so good. It was like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. Of course he's going to make that decision. Obviously. Like, it makes sense. He got a plane with a little mm-hmm. tiny back seat. So, exactly. of course, he's going to be in there. We all needed to see that. Huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so Grogu made the right choice, mm-hmm. which yeah. is good. And I'm glad that they went that direction, too, because yeah. it, it makes it better for season three of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. It's also going to be fascinating. We're almost we're going to see, I assume, I have a theory that we're going to see an inverse of the Jedi through The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. We're going to see, okay, Grogu, you're going, going to be the foundling and the basically like the next generation of... The man of Din Djarin's Mandalorian sect. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Ooh. That could be cool. I I love that too, because it's a great, it's a great story arc. If we know, if we start to see uh, instances of how and what the decisions Luke is making, Mm -hmm. but we have more of an explicit showing of the decisions that Din Djarin is making with Grogu and rebuilding the very small order of the Mandalorians. Right. That's going to be, that's some good storytelling. There. Yeah. 
Wow. The marriage of the the Jedi peacefulness, mm-hmm. sort of, and the <laughs> the knightlyhood, you know, of yeah. the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. you know. So that's it's the kings versus the knights. Mm-hmm. The kings have this uh, innate in history power or um, that's given to them to rule by blood, by uh, they they have this strength that they have because of who they are. They're born born in power, aka the force. Right. And then you have the knights who earn that power. They don't have anything that is intrinsically like given to them and they train they the acts that they have build out their armor. Mm-hmm. The more um more quests you take the better you become and while it's almost the inverse of that for the the jedi Hmm. so i I, like i'm super pumped to see where this goes yeah yeah definitely the stronger story get wrecked jedi (laughs) (laughs) the competition between the jedi and the mandalorians is gonna be great it is i was i'm I'm disappointed in Luke that he didn't deliver Grogu himself. Yeah, that's true. I think true. that would have been a powerful moment. Mm-hmm. Luke facing his failings as a teacher, oh. that would have been a good moment. It would have been. That would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So many weak characters. Yeah. When they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. <sighs> But yeah, I, I think it. I think it's gonna be. I, I think it's gonna be good to see where it goes. It laid a lot of foundations for the future shows, mm-hmm. uh, especially Mandalorian for yeah. sure. Like it was basically a stepping stone for Mandalorian season three. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then kind of to finish off this episode, we got a, a an email from Daniel Schilling, oh. friend of the podcast. Hello, Daniel. Yeah, Daniel's great. <laughs> His, he started a YouTube channel where he's uh, doing cooking videos. They're fantastic. Oh my gosh! Highly recommended. It. It's called Dan's Cooking Show. <laughs> I I sing the theme pretty regularly. Oh. It's the Dan's Cooking Show. <laughs> he says hello there. Hey Sage and Sydney. I hope you're both well. Sorry I've not been in contact recently, but I've actually been quite busy for once launching my YouTube and Instagram Dan's Cooking Show. Congratulations. It's currently just past 5 a.m. and I've just hit level 800 with Bosk in Battlefront 2 while listening to your latest episode about the new upcoming Star Wars game. And it got me thinking. I'm on Sydney's side in regards of the new Star Wars strategy game. My friends and I are certainly not feeling that one. We agree if that if these Star Wars games need to survive, they need to hit the audience that aren't Star Wars fans. Mm. A Fallen Order sequel obviously is always welcome, so really looking forward to that. Finally... A first-person shooter. Why? <laughs> I really hope it has a third-person view. So, oh, okay. Daniel, I, I've met a couple people that are like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, struggles with first-person views. It, like nauseously. Yeah. Nausea. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Yeah, Sage knows first-person, and I don't get along. <laughs> <laughs> Our first-person games the way to go now. I'm sure numbers get less and less, or I'm sure each first-person game that gets released, the numbers get less and less. Obviously, you know the struggle. Bar re Battlefront 2042 or Battlefield 2042. So I, I think, I mean, first person shooters are so positive or so popular. Yes, indeed. And I think it, it, they're easier to make than first person views because you have more control or versus third person views. Right. 
you have a little more control because you have to design the maps in a different way if you have a third-person view because you can see more. Mm-hmm. I got you. Map layout has to be tighter. Yeah. But if you have first-person view, you're limited in terms of that. So I, I think that's one of the main reasons there. But Fallen Order is going to be third-person. Yeah. And I agree. I love third-person view shooters. I think it's really fun to play. Battlefront, classic. It, it's just great. But I think there's a level of immersion that you get from first-person that people really enjoy playing. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I like them. Yeah, I, I'm so sorry you uh, <laughs> for the motion sickness. <laughs> yeah. I I understand. I lived with motion sickness for the better part of my young life. So <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, that's horrible. So yeah, hopefully they do uh, give you mm-hmm. an option there because sometimes they do. But ugh, yeah, if it'd be great if they did. If it's specifically first person, I maybe if they have a campaign, you'd have an option because I think it's right. more of an open thing. Okay, hmm. somewhere like a. But even something like you get a competitive advantage if one person has first person and you have third person just because you can see more. True. Because you can peek behind around true. corners. Hmm. Yeah, but what were you going to say? Uh, just kind of as you were reading that, it came to my mind. Do you think they're going to try anything with VR? I mean, uh, Respawn has done a couple VR things. I think uh, Criterion did the VR in Battlefront 2. And then ILM has a division where they invest heavily in VR games. So they do have offerings like that. You can play it on the Quest. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, they definitely are. They definitely have been. It's just so few people actually have availability to play VR. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I I imagine so that we're going to see more of those kind of experiences. I'm not exactly looking forward to that because it's not exactly the, that's not the gameplay I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And but, it's also ugh. intense <laughs> yes. in terms of mo- uh, the possibility for motion sickness. Yes. If you have struggles with first person, you're uh-huh. definitely going to struggle with VR. Uh-huh. Um, and he continues on, says, uh, why can't these companies get Star Wars right? I know you really like Squadrons, but that game was destined to fail from the start. Such a small minority of Star Wars fans wanted a game based on the least played mode in Battlefront 2, mm-hmm. Starfighter Assault. It's such a shame that it never really kicked off for esports, but again, everyone I spoke to about it hated the game, and again, having no third-person view, in my opinion, killed it. Rent incoming. Skins in first-person games are the most pointless thing ever. That is true. <laughs> if we're having the option to make characters look cool, at least let us see them. I guess I'm just old and don't get it. That is no. Very that is true. an yeah. absolutely valid point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. We, what you think we're wearing this for everybody else? No. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people do. It's true. But it's in true. terms of like, it's, if you look at. Um, for all of us role players out there, we get it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> no, it's totally fair. It's like I, 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 that is a very valid point. That was my, con- my that was my frustration with um, Cyberpunk not being third person. Hmm. As you put all this effort into making your character, you can make it extremely accurate to see just like you. And <laughs> there's n- very rare, very rarely will you actually see your character unless in the you're like of the game. constantly walking in front of mirrors. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not gonna see yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And he says, anyway, my point is Battlefront 2 is still awesome. Tons of people still play it. If a single player or a new shooter game is going to be made, I really hope they don't stray too far from that. Mm-hmm. Give us the option of first and third person views. Try to incorporate all three eras of the movies, as many players love the Clone Wars and one uh, Clone Commando game. There's just as many Star Wars fans that don't want it. 
This is why I think the new Lego Star Wars games is going to be awesome. It caters for all fans. Yeah. I hope this incoherent ramble makes sense. I've now been awake for 27 hours. Oh Good night. My gosh. <laughs> Get some rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there are some really good points there. Mm-hmm. I think uh, if Star Wars is going to do well, they're going to have to cater to many different audiences and also audiences outside of just Star Wars. They yeah. need to make they need to make great Star Wars games, but they also need to make great games, period. Right. If you are someone who doesn't like Star Wars, someone should be able to find Star Wars through your game because yeah. it's so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's a toss-up. It's either you're going to make a game that is like Battlefront and where it's like it just can encompass everything you know you can play your favorite characters you can be in any kind of era sort of thing or you're gonna go very niche or not necessarily niche but like very narrow and you're gonna focus on the story where Mm -hmm. either the story's gonna sell it doesn't matter if it's Star Wars or not sort of thing like you kind of have to go play either of those Mm -hmm. cards where it's but both of them they need to have solid experiences for sure yeah oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> quality versus quantity yeah exactly so I, I hope that's something that they stick with with all these different studios that mm-hmm. we again the more star wars games we'll see more than likely the more crappy ones we'll see just from a statistics perspective yeah so we'll see but yeah i'm definitely looking forward to the future of star wars games it's definitely bright mm-hmm. and i'm really excited for uh kenobi coming up soon in may yeah it's also coming out may 25th which is the anniversary of the day that uh a new hope came out really oh yeah that's nice <laughs> see okay i'm just gonna rant here but like i really haven't seen anything about Kenobi other than like mm-hmm. hearing that's the whole all. point okay good good I appreciate that thank you guys for yeah they've been nuts. they've been working really hard there's also uh an casting and or show that I have yet to hear anything about what? but that's supposedly coming soon as well okay mm. well good this has so, been active development so hopefully we don't get any spoilers and we'll just jump into Kenobi so and we'll just We'll just see what it is to see. I hopeful. I'm hopeful too because it's Deborah Chow, and she directed my favorite episodes of The Mandalorian. Yeah, and I I was talking to a friend of the podcast, Sammy Boy, about this after we recorded the Battlefield show, and uh, was <laughs> I was like another thing that I'm really excited about is apparently there have been creative differences between her vision for Kenobi and uh, Kathleen Kennedy or the higher ups in in. Lucasfilm, which I'm that <laughs> makes me even more excited yes. because she's standing for what she wants to make, mm-hmm. and what she's done so far is great. Yeah. She's directed a few episodes of Better Call Saul, uh, which is the prequel to Breaking Bad, hmm. and she's one of those people that I could totally see having a strong vision, implementing mm-hmm. that strong vision, yep. and focusing on the story. Yep, having a versus good story, just having a bunch of highlights of moments of like oh hey like the leonardo dicaprio pointing meme right he did the thing or you know yeah yeah for sure yeah we Mm -hmm. need we need these directors who are going to stay stick to their guns and make a good story exactly and i I definitely think that she's one of those people that can do that yeah should be good Mm -hmm. but with that thank you all so much for listening to this episode of star wars uplink We'll see you next time on the podcast. If you did enjoy this, leave us a review. Rate us on Spotify. 
We'd love to hear your thoughts as well. Contact at uplinkpodcast.com like Daniel and let us know your thoughts, what you've been experiencing in the Star Wars community, what you've been enjoying about Book of Boba Fett, what you're excited for about uh, Kenobi, what you're not excited for. Just let, let us know. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And as always, thanks for listening. May the Force be with you. <laughs>